Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening sa inyong lahat. Uh, depende sa inyong time zone. At uh, thank you, Pastor Ebet and also Pastor Swani for uh, ikang uh, starting well itong ating uh, gawain for today. Yes, indeed. Tayo po ay uh, merong bagong series uh, for the month of August. You know, And the title of our series is The Struggle is Real. You know, just a few days ago, uh, nag-start po ako ng lifestyle change, you know. And as you well know, nagkaroon kasi ng, uh, ikaw nga, na-discover na meron akong elevated blood sugar, uh, which is not good. At, uh, and so, that uh, prompted me, you know, na to explore ko anong dapat na gawin ko on my part. Of course, I prayed, you know. Uh, nanalangin ako na by God's grace, you know. Ako ay pagalingin ng Panginoon. Pero siyempre, on my part, ano ba yung aking gagawin? So, I decided to explore and, uh, uh, you know, thankfully, merong nag-advise sa akin uh, to consider yung tinatawag na low-carb uh, diet na may kasamang, uh, you know, intermittent or ano, prolonged fasting, no? So, tamang-tama yung ating topic because the struggle is real, no? One of the things na kailangan... Uh, Alisin, you know, sa diet ko. Siyempre, yung ano, mga carbohydrates, mga carbs. And siyempre, tayo mga Pinoy, di ba? Uh, ever since, uh, yun na yung parang ano natin, lifestyle natin. Kumakain tayo ng kanin, uh, dessert, whatever. But uh, I, you know, I considered uh, the options and, uh, you know, kung magpapatuloy ako sa dati kong lifestyle, uh, well, you know, mahirapan ako talaga and ayoko magkaroon ng mga complications yung ganong klaseng uh, situation, yung elevated sugar. So, I plunge into that uh, new diet and thankfully, may mga tumutulong sa akin mga kapatiran. You know, you know who you are. You know, shout out sa inyo. Uh, but I, I thank the Lord for the help and, uh, you know, in-enroll pa nila ako dun sa parang, you know, master class on how to practice yung uh, low-carb uh, diet na yun. And Nararamdaman ko in just a few, a few days lang no na I feel much better ngayon and I hope and pray uh, that things would uh, work out and hindi na kinakailangan magkaroon ng you know ng mga meds you know uh, and that's my prayer and so join me in praying for for myself for me no at uh, salamat po sa lahat ng uh, may concern at nagpe-pray for me but anyway let's go back to what we want to talk about the struggle is real, no? Ang subtitle natin, why it's so hard to practice personal soul, soul care today, diba? So that's uh, really our, you know, our uh, topic for today. Um, yung question na yan, now, why is it so hard to practice personal soul, soul care? In today's world, well, alam natin, diba? Hindi biro, I'm sure. Kaya nga na sinabi ni Pastor Ebet o P. kanina, now, he can really relate to the topic. And uh, I've talked with people and, and basically, ganun din talagang it's quite a struggle. Paano mo ba gagawin ito? You know, how can we live a healthy, 
uh, spiritual life, you know, parang katulad din sa akin, how do I live a, a healthy physical life? So, in the same sense, how do I live a healthy spiritual life? Uh, lalo na na sa dami ng mga challenges that are, you know, in front of me. And uh, we usually complain about not having enough time. Usually, yan ang naririnig ko, not enough time or being too busy. Uh, you know, in fact, uh, minsan naririnig ko nga, ano kaya maganda siguro kung meron tayong eight days in a week, no? <laughs> so, that, that may be uh, okay, pero I think we would just fill it up with more busyness, ano? So, uh, madalas naiisip ng mga tao, kaya sila nahihirapan, it's, it's simply because talagang ang dami kasing kailangan gawin. And for sure, totoo naman yun, marami naman talagang kailangan gawin, no? Uh, sometimes we blame those around us for not helping us or, you know, they are hindering us. Minsan yung mga tao sa paligid natin, feeling natin, sila yung talaga nagbibigay sa atin ng, ano eh, ng problema, no? Hindi sila tumutulong. O kaya minsan talaga naman uh, kung kailan tayo nagko-quiet time, doon pa nila palalakasin yung kanilang sounds, you know, doon pa sila mag-iingay or something, no, like that. So, minsan ang feeling natin parang napakahirap. You're going against... Uh, the grain, ika nga, no, ng sistema ng mundo, when you want to take care of your own soul. Um, or maybe, you know, just maybe we are not that motivated or interested in the first place. Again, you know, that's a common problem. Uh, hindi lahat ng mga Christians, you know, and I'm addressing this to Christians, of course, if you are not yet a Christian, maybe siguro uh, you're, 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 you're having a hard time trying to relate to this topic. Pero, uh, I'm sure mayroon ka pa rin, mayroon ka pa rin makukuha dito o mapupulot na insight, no? Pero, yeah, you know, some Christians are not motivated, you know? they're not interested. Parang, you know, maybe they would try pero hindi sila ganun ka motivated na para sabihin mo magpe-persevere sila. Again, just like, you know, diet or exercise, di ba? Minsan tayo, ningas kugun lang, nag-uumpisa pero after a while, parang ginatamad na tayo, ayaw na natin pagpatuloy. You know, so these are, you know, common struggles na nararamdaman natin sa buhay natin. Especially when we are trying to do something na alam naman natin na importante o mahalaga. And yet at the same time, hindi siya ganun kadali. No? It's never easy to practice personal soul care. I'm talking about taking care of your soul. Siyempre, nandiyan na yung taking care of your health, taking care of uh, other things. No? Pero yung soul mo, which is so central sa yung pagkatao, uh, is uh, of course very very important no kasi ito yung ating inner life and this is the source of uh, ikanga kung ano man yung gagawin natin uh, in the outer life you know uh, it really is coming from the the health of our soul so it's never easy to practice personal soul, soul care in today's world even though it is so essential to our spiritual well-being no so, napakahalaga nito sa ating uh, ikanga yung, uh, anong tawag mo dyan? Yung parang yung health ka natin, no? spiritually speaking. And I hope and pray na you would listen uh, and really attend this series, no? talagang these four weeks, para you would understand, no? Why is it na the struggle is real and it's not just because of the usual problems na sinasabi natin. There is a far deeper uh, situation here that we need to understand. So, how do we overcome this? That's that's a question that kailangan natin, uh, you know, pagtunan. Paano ba natin ma-overcome? Alangan naman sabihin natin, eh, talagang ganyan, wala tayong magagawa. Well, uh, I'd like to 
share with you during this ano na to, series na ito, the four enemies of the soul. And we need to acknowledge that these enemies are real, they do exist, and the more na hindi mo to binibigyan ng pansin, the more na you are actually opening up yourself to the possibility na talagang hindi mo ma-overcome no? yung struggle. And you will become just like a lot of people para na give up na. And that's what, uh, you know, I, I hope and pray na hindi mo gagawin. You should not give up dun sa fight. No? The fight, uh, sabi ni Paul, you know, fight the good fight of faith. I hope and pray na hindi tayo susuko even though it's difficult sometimes, kailangan ng talagang creative solutions and so forth, pero don't give up. That's my goal for this series. I want to encourage you uh, to not give up because greater is he who is in us than the one who is in the world. But first, let's understand yung four enemies of the soul. Uh, ano ano yan, you know? Una, uh, enemy number one, dominion of Satan, you know? Uh, yeah, I know, no? Parang, oh, ano ba ito? Dominion of Satan. Well, you know, before you brush it off as uh, parang superstition, uh, o kaya may mga tao kasi na pag sinabing, oh, Satan, na imagine natin yung mga horror movies. But there's really uh, more, ika nga, parang subtle ways that the enemy... Itong invisible enemy, that's what I called itong first uh, sermon natin, the invisible enemy. Uh, there's more to the way he's working na kailangan natin maunawaan. And then there's enemy number two, which is deception in the world. Okay, lahat tayo nandito sa mundong ito. And next week, we're going to talk about that. No? The title of that sermon is uh, War of the Worlds you know, or something like that. You know? Ewan ko, hindi pa final yung title. But uh, enemy number three is disordered desires. Again, this is a... This is a problem. Uh, pag hindi mo ito in-recognize, you know, you can easily uh, fall into the trap, no, of uh, talagang parang vicious cycle of always getting into a kind of, uh, you know, living na contrary to the will of God for you. And then finally, sa number four, would be detrimental relationships. So itong apat na to. You need to recognize this. This is These are the four enemies of the soul. And that's why it's hard. That's why the struggle is real. Okay? And uh, if you don't uh, open your eyes to the truth na merong fight, na merong, you know, one of the things na kailangan natin siguro uh, idagdag sa ating lingway, na the Christian life is not just a relationship. It's a fight. Okay? And it's not just a journey. It's a fight. So usually they, we refer to our life in the Lord as, you know, a journey, as a relationship. Pero sometimes hindi natin sinasama yung idea of a fight. The fight means we are at war. And therefore, dapat ang mindset natin should be uh, not like those na parang nasa, you know, peaceful ano tayo situation. But like those who are in warfare. Okay? So we begin itong ating series with this one, no? The enemy number one. Uh, dominion of Satan, no? And I want to share with you, okay, uh, four important truths. So, so let's pray, okay? This is important, and I do believe na, you know, let's pray together na hindi tayo i-distract ng kaaway dito sa pag-uusapan natin. Because this will be a revelation uh, for each one of you, you know? And some of you talagang siguro, this would be a first-time revelation. For others, it might be uh, a review, Regardless kung anong uh, impact nito, but I just want us to know these things upang sa ganon malaman natin na we are not just simply parang coasting along in this life. 
na para bang ang problema natin ay parang business lang o whatever. We are dealing with spiritual realities na hindi nakikita ng mata. But they are as real, you know, as anything could be real. So, join me. Let us pray and ask the Lord na tayo ay uh, bigyan niya ng pagkakaunawa and at the same time to protect itong uh, time natin of studying the Word of God. So, let's bow our heads wherever you might be. Uh, you know, close your eyes. And again, be open to what the Lord will impress upon you by His grace. So, relax lang natin ang sarili natin. Alisin natin ang mga distractions sa paligid. And let's just focus on listening on the Word of God. Father, we come before you uh, as a people of grace uh, from different parts of the world, Panginoon. And thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to come together uh, in this online place of grace. Right now, Panginoon, we want to ask you to please help us understand itong mga enemies of the soul. Uh, sometimes we think na problema namin is just scheduling or sometimes we think na problema namin are just business. But there's more to it uh, than these things. Of course, they are real problems, pero behind those real problems, Lord God, are greater concerns and greater problems, Panginoon. So, Lord, speak to us. And also, teach us, Panginoon. At the same time, Lord God, I pray that you would protect this uh, whole event, Panginoon, from the attacks of the enemy. Wag mo hayaan that he would distract us in any way, but rather by your grace, Panginoon. I hope and pray that we can complete itong uh, discussion ito and really learn from your word uh, together as your people. Salamat po in Jesus' name. And all of us say amen to that. Amen. Now, I want us to understand four important truths. You know? Kasi, you know, yung ignorance is not bliss. <laughs> Minsan, akala natin, mas mabuti pa, di natin alam ang mga bagay-bagay. But in the, in the spiritual life, pag hindi mo alam mga bagay-bagay, then, you know, you are a sitting duck. You know? So, there are four important truths tukod dito sa ating invisible enemy called Satan. You know? So, let's begin para maunawaan natin yan. The first one is this. He controls those who do not belong to God. That is, of course, foundational. He controls those who do not belong to God. And the scripture that I gusto kong ipakita sa inyo is Ephesians chapter 2, uh, verses 1 to 3. Sabi rito, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins. So yun daw status ng mga tao nung sila ay wala pa sa Panginoon. They are, spiritually speaking, dead. Okay? Not dead in a sense na physically nakalibing na sila, but, but dead spiritually. They are not able to relate with God. They are not able to connect with God, you know. And this is all of us, by the way. Kaya sabi ni Paul, as for you. So, ang kausap niya, mga mananampalataya. Sabi niya, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live. No? So, he's referring to the previous life ng mga mananampalataya in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. Now, if you would just pay attention sa mga words na yan, no? that should open your, your eyes to at least dalawang bagay na very important. And that is, of course, una, na meron tayong invisible uh, enemy at uh, ang, ang, ano niya, ang gusto niya 
ay tayo ay mamuhay according sa paraan niya o sa ways niya. No? Siya yung uh, kalaban natin who is invisible and you know, who's trying to manipulate and control people. Now, you know, yung mga tao, pag tinignan mo, parang, okay, sige, nagtatrabaho sila, ikaw rin siguro, o nag-work, or whatever. We're just living our normal lives. At hindi natin alam na behind the scenes, ay meron tayong kalaban o kaaway who's trying to manipulate yung buhay natin so that we would live uh, in a certain way na contrary to the will of God. So sabi rito, who is now at work in those who are disobedient. Now, of course, by implication, the second thing na gusto kong maunawaan natin sa verse na yan is the fact na meron tayong mga na-develop sa buhay natin na mga habits, mga kaugalian, mga ways of thinking no? nung tayo wala pa sa Panginoon na hindi basta-basta nawawala yan the moment na ikaw ay maborn again. Nandun yung mga, you know, mga kaugalian yan and some of it eh, are embedded na mismo sa yung buong pagkatao such that parang you know, hindi ganun kadali for you to stop certain uh, things na ginagawa mo nung araw. Like, you know, may mga vices ka. Hindi ganun kadali yan. Ititigil mo. You know, there is a struggle. Because the enemy has so, parang ika nga, uh, ano siya, no? parang sinabutahin niya tayo. No? Na he was working behind the scenes. Hindi natin alam, hindi natin nakikita. And uh, he, uh, ika nga, persuaded us to live our life contrary sa kalooban ng Panginoon. Of course, hindi siya nagpapakita sa atin para sabihin itong mga bagay na ito. But uh, as we are going to learn, you know, uh, he's, he's using, na may strategy siya, he's using uh, mga uh, paraan in order for us na magkaroon tayo ng ganitong parang, you know, mindset na mabubuhay tayo in a certain way. So, na-form yung mga habits. Now, let me tell you something. Pag ikaw ay na-born again and, and you're struggling, Yung struggle mo actually is related to your former life, kung saan nasanay ka sa mga bagay that is really contrary to the will of God. That's why when you are living your life in Christ, diba, mararandaman mo na parang mahirap. Just like yung sinasabi ko sa inyo, yung diet, diba? Uh, you know, when you are used to eating rice and kung ano mga rice cakes yan, desserts, ice cream, and suddenly you don't want to eat that anymore. Siyempre, hindi biro yun, di ba? Because your body would crave, your body would look for it, di ba? Magkakaroon ka ng parang tinatawag na, no, na you know, parang nagigiyan ka. That's what, the, you know, mga, uh, those who are addicts call it, no? yung, yung feeling na gano'n, you know, parang hinahanap-hanap mo yung nakasanayan mo. So, listen carefully, kayo pong nakikinig sa akin ngayon. The reason why you struggle is because formerly, you know, the enemy has uh, deceived you into living a kind of life na contrary sa will of God. And this kind of living ay naging bahagi na ng pagkatao mo. So even though in Christ, you know, ikaw ay sineset free na niya, yung actual experience ng freedom na yon has to be worked out sa buhay mo on a day-to-day basis. Now let me continue the verse. Kasi sabi, all of us, also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. So yan, very plainly sinasabi ni Apostle Paul, 
Ito yung nangyari because of Satan's ikanga sabotage, parang kumbaga, terrorist attack no? na hindi mo nakikita. He manipulated your life in such a way na ang naging focus mo is how to please yung flesh mo. The flesh, of course, is a technical term sa Bible referring to yourself apart from God. So, yun ang tawag dyan, flesh, okay? So, a person is living in the flesh kapag he's living his life separated from God or without accountability to God. So, therefore, nung sabi ni Paul, yung dati, we lived among them. Ganito ang buhay natin. So, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. So, yung flesh natin, may mga gusto, may mga ninanais yan, may mga cravings yan, di ba? Sometimes we use that word misan. Although, siguro, hindi naman negative para sinasabi natin, nakikrave ako for dessert or nakikrave ako for cake, you know? So, yung ating flesh, spiritually speaking, may mga gusto that are contrary to the will of God. Now, okay lang sana kung pag nakomit mo yan, tapos na. Ang problem is they become part of your being. So therefore, para maunawaan natin, you know, uh, the truth, okay, na Satan controls those who do not belong to God, pero at the same time, please recognize na merong ano yan, may mga after effects yan sa life mga yon, even though you are already a child of God. Now, siyempre, ang susi talaga dyan is to be born again. You know, isurrender mo yung life mo, magrepent ka and be born again so that you can be free. Pero, yung experience mo ng freedom, whether it would actually uh, be actualized, ano, parang ganun, kung whether mararanasan mo pa talaga in reality, uh, you have to understand, there's going to be a struggle. Uh, right now, may, you know, may mga pinag-aaralan kami sa, you know, sa Google Classroom and uh, isa doon would be, uh, you know, yung may kinalaman siya doon sa nais ng Panginoon na gawin no, sa buhay natin, yung tinatawag na purgation, yung parang pinupurga ka. Well, that's hard. That's a difficult thing. Sometimes pag mayroon kailangan ialis si, si Lord sa buhay mo, you struggle with it. Okay? And, uh, okay, so let's continue on. Diba? Uh, the second truth ang gusto kong maunawaan natin is that He is the Father of lies. Some of you already know this. However, some of you do not take ano, seriously what it means, okay? So, basahin natin to. So, John 8, 42 to 44. Uh, Jesus said to them, If God were your father, okay, you would love me, okay? For I have come here from God. So, Jesus is just plainly telling the, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law who were trying to persecute him. Now, if God were your father, okay, kung meron kayong relationship with God, you would have you would you would love me, Sabinya. For I have come here from God. And then he added, Sabinya, I have not come on my own. Uh, God sent me. Uh, why is my language not clear to you? Because you are unable to hear what I say. So hindi nila ma you know ma proseso yung sinasabi ng Panginoong Jesus sa kanila. Because, you know, bina blind sila ng kaaway para hindi nila maunawaan ito. And then he continues on. You belong to your father. The devil, sabi niya, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning. Okay, looking back or going back to Genesis, kung paano niya in insight, you know, uh, si, uh, si Adam and Eve, you know, uh, para mag-commit ng disobedience to the Lord, which resulted in their, 
you know, separation from God and death itself. So, kaya he's a murderer, si Satan, you know. At ganun din later on, for, for every succeeding, uh, you know, uh, yung gawain ni, ni Satan, always intended to kill, to destroy people. So, sabi niya, not holding to the truth. For there is no truth in him. When he lies, sabi niya, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Now, ano ba ibig sabihin ng, ng, ng lie, okay? Uh, first of all, let's go back you know, to uh, another word na very important na maunawaan natin. At yung word na yan ay yung ideas. We all have ideas, okay? At uh, kapag yung ideas na pinagsama-sama mo, ang tawag dyan mental map, okay? Sorry for the term. So, hindi naman nosebleed yan. Pero, ideas. Ano ba yung idea? Ideas would be you know, um, our way of representing what we believe is the truth or the reality. Okay? So, an idea is our way of representing it. So, sa pamagitan ng language, you know, magkakamap tayo ng isang sentence or whatever or several sentences para ma-represent natin what we believe is the truth and the reality. Now, so far, so good. Kung yung nire-represent natin ay talagang truth and reality and the way we are representing it is according to the truth and reality, well, so far so good. Okay lang yung ideas natin. But what if yung ideas natin ay mali? So these are called lies. Ito yung mga ideas na we think represents truth and reality pero hindi naman talaga. You know? Somehow, naipasok sa puso't isipan natin yung mga paniniwala o yung mga ideas and we have allowed itong mga ideas na to, to, be far, to be part of our mental map. In other words, ito yung ating operating system. For those of you who are younger, siguro naunawaan yung operating system o kaya yung ano, uh, computer code. Ano? Parang meron tayong code sa ating pagkatao and we are following after those ideas. Now, here's the problem. Seldom do we actually sit down and make an inventory ng ating mga ideas or examine our ideas kung ito ba ay tama o mali. And here's the problem. Most of the time na kapag tayo ay nag struggle <coughs> it is because meron tayong mga ideas or yung ating mga interpretation about truth and reality na hindi naman talaga naaayon sa truth and reality. It is actually a lie. It is falsehood. For example, let me give you uh, just just an, uh, an example, no? Uh, pung napaniwala mo na well, hindi naman talaga ganun ka importante or ganun ka significant na mamisko yung uh, Sunday worship or yung prayer time. Well, kasi ba you know, uh, di naman di naman masamayan, you know? And you have this belief in your mind na neglecting spiritual disciplines does not really count. Hindi talaga magkakaroon ng implication yan sa soul mo. Now, if you believe that lie, you know, then, of course, you would follow through and live your life accordingly, di ba? So, hindi mo masyado bibigyan ng pansin yung mga, mga disciplines and hindi mo masyadong bibigyan ng mga attention yung mga dapat na ginagawa mo to take off your soul. So, ano resulta nun? Siyempre, di ba? Uh, disaster yan. Because your soul needs God. And if you don't take care of your soul, then you will be affected by that. Kaya nga nakalagay sa Bible, what you sow, you shall reap. No? Or maybe you're thinking na, well, dapat, pag ako ay nagpe-pray, supposedly, dapat maramdaman ko si Lord. 
Well, pag nag-pray ka, tapos hindi mo naramdaman sa Lord, siyempre, madi-discourage ka, inisipin mo, useless naman yung prayer eh. So, we actually have all kinds of ideas na kailangan ma-renew. That's why, ang Christian life is all about the renewing of the mind. Kasi sa totoo lang, marami tayong mga pinaniniwalaan na mga bagay na hindi naman talaga totoo, pero akala natin totoo. And it has become part of our ito yung basis ng mga decisions mo. Why do you do this? You do that. Because you believe it's true. Because you believe na, kasi ganito yan, ganyan yan. Yung belief system natin must be put to the test based on the word of God. That's why nung si Jesus was being tempted, si, you know, si Satan, actually, yung technique niya is not to, alam mo, misa pag nanonood tayo ng mga horror movies, akala natin si Satan, ganun, di ba, yung nagpo-possess, yung mga nakakatakot. But si Satan is more subtle than that. If you, you know, if I go back, bago tayo pumunta sa temptation ni Jesus, yung temptation ni Adam and Eve, ano bang ginawa niya doon? Ano ba yun? Parang inopress ba niya si Adam and Eve? You know, pinosess ba niya si Adam and Eve? Hindi. Ang ginawa lang ni Satan was he just suggested an idea. Sinabi lang niya na, well, kung ikakainin mo yan, wala naman mangyayaring masama dyan. You know? And the reason bakit ayaw ka pakainin ni Lord ng ganyang ano, bunga is because ayaw niya kasi na kayo ay maging katulad niya. It's just an idea. No? Now, if you go to the temptation of uh, Jesus, the same thing. No? So sabi ni Jesus, uh, sabi ni Satan pala kay Jesus, sabi niya, well, you know, if you're the son of God, turn this stone into bread. It's just an idea. It's not uh, parang an all-out attack. So let's get this out of our minds na parang, kasi panay tayo nanonood ng horror movies, kaya akala natin, the way Satan operates in the world, is yung parang yung nakakatakot, yung parang tipong, di ba, yung may mga sungay siya, ganyan. No, he is very subtle, you know. Uh, he he tries to deceive us, no, <clears throat> sa pamagitan ng social media, yung mga bagay na binabasa natin, yung mga napapanood natin, gusto-gusto ng mga tamanood ngayon ng Marvel Comics. But if you are not saturated in the Word of God, you know, maraming mga Marvel dialogue and statements that are not true, no? Pero actually, we believe them kasi very subtle yung dating sa atin. Ay, nanonood tayo, you know? Nangikinig tayo ng mga dialogue and it enters our ears, it begins to dwell in our hearts, and we think na, well, maybe this is true. Karamihan sa mga kabataan ngayon are more immersed, you know, in, in the world of uh, uh, gaming eh, or parang Korean telenovelas or anything na nandyan. I'm not saying, I'm not saying na talang outright na parang evil yan. Again, that's the tactic of Satan. It does not come to us na parang obvious talaga na it's evil. You know, he comes to us in a subtle way na mayroong combination, uh, ganun talaga yung lie, may combination na may some kind, some part of it is really true, but some part of it is really a lie. So, hindi siya talagang puro na, na lie, it's covered, you know? Parang katulad ng mga kinakain natin minsan, di ba? Uh, parang mukha naman siyang harmless, you know? For example, uh, I used to think na parang pag kumakain ka ng banana, there's really nothing wrong. Now, as I am learning more and more about dieting, Na-realize ko na yung banana contains a lot of uh, glucose and fructose which is bad for my health. Okay? Eh mahilig ako sa banana eh, no? Kaya siguro nag-elevate yung sugar ko. So, what I'm saying is this, there are things in this world na parang subtle lang, simple lang, parang harmless lang, ano ba naman yun. But when you evaluate it carefully, you know, 
nandun yung kasinungalingan, no? hiding behind it. So, yung struggle natin sa ating buhay ngayon, trying to take care of our souls, are usually because of the the lies that are embedded sa ating sarili that are now being ikana confronted by the truth of God's Word. Kaya nga, sinasabi ko palagi sa atin, matuto tayo na mag-immerse sa Word of God. And kanina, nag-joke si, si P, no? and uh, sabi niya, hinahabol ko na raw kayo. No? Kasi meron ng morning at meron ng evening devo. So parang hinahabol ko raw kayo. <laughs> Hopefully, hindi naman totoo yan. No? Hindi ko kayo hinahabol. But the truth is, I'm trying to provide ika nga tools para maging ano po tayo, uh, the kind of people who are contemplatively active. No, ibig sabihin nito, hindi lang basta tayo active, we are contemplative, no? Nagre-reflect tayo uh, based on the word of God that renews our mind so that over time mas marilit matututo tayo mag-discern ng lie. Now, yung mag-discern ng ng tama at mali, minsan obvious naman 'yan, eh, 'di ba? Pag nakarinig ka ng boses sa tenga mo na sinasabing patayin mo 'to, 'di ba? Alam mo naman na mali 'yun, okay? Pero yung more subtle na tipong Eh, ipagtanggol mo naman yung sarili mo, di ba? Ipakita mo sa kanila na tama ka. O kaya, i-reject mo sila. Sino ba sila? You know? O, yung mga ganong klaseng mga thoughts, hindi siya obvious na mali. No? They are lies that Satan tries to put into our hearts and minds. So, again, going back sa struggle natin. Why do you struggle? Because there are things na napapaniwalaan mo. Why, why is it hard for people to rest? Why is it for people to take a Sabbath, really? Pag iniisip mo. It's because, you know, naiisip nila na marami silang kailangan gawin. Actually, Sabbath o resting, kahit hindi na nga Sabbath yan, sabihin natin, half a day lang, okay, a few minutes para, ano, para tayo ay makilig sa Panginoon. It's actually a declaration of faith. We're actually saying that God is able to take care of the world. So we don't have to do that. <laughs> you know, God is able to take care of everything, my job, my family, whatever concern meron ako, and so therefore I can rest. So, pag ang belief mo na, well, God is not able to take care of my world, kasi kailangan ko asikasuin to, kailangan ko asikasuin yan, talaga you will struggle. No? O kaya pag inisip mo na kailangan ganito karami yung pera ko, kasi paano ko napakaaralan yung mga anak ko? Para... You believe that God is not able to provide. That idea is a lie. Pero once you believe it, you will act on it. Now listen carefully to my advice. Hindi lahat ng nasa isip mo ay tama. That's why you need the renewing of your mind through the Word of God. So, medyo popromote ko na rin ha, yung ating Devo. Morning Devo, evening prayers. Kasi yan po ay way for you to start renewing your mind about different things sa buhay mo. Okay, let's move on. Number three is his schemes are designed to make us fall. Si Satan kasi strategist yan. So meron siyang mga schemes, no? Ito, basahin natin itong verse na to, sa Ephesians 6 verse 10 and 12. Finally, no? Sabi niya, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power, okay? Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. So notice nyo, first of all, sabi, be strong in the Lord. Not be strong in yourself. Ang advice ng Bible, hindi parang, sige, tibayan mo yung sarili mo. You cannot do that. Be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. And how do you do that? It's by really prioritizing the presence and power and purpose of God sa buhay mo. It is by living in the kingdom of God. That's how you develop strength sa buhay mo. But the more you actually do it on your own, DIY, di ba? 
then you are actually living in the flesh and you cannot survive. But if you live in the spirit, that is you operate based on spiritual principles. At yun ang ginagawa mong gabay sa buhay mo, no? Uh, pag, nag, pag nagkamali ka, you confess, tapos, you know, you renew your, 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 ano, your devotion to God, then you become stronger over time. Now, sabi ni Paul, put on the full armor of God. And pag, eh, you know, pag binasa mo the rest of these verses, yung armor of God is really all about, you know, yung identity natin in Christ, all about who we are now in the Lord, and what God has provided for us. So, pag binasa mo yung armor na yun, it's not so much yung mga individual armors, but what they represent. They, it's really just the gospel lived out sa buhay natin. So, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. So that you can take your stand. No? Kaya nga, in the rest of the verse, ulit-ulitin niya. So, stand, stand. Why? Because yung devil's schemes are intended to make you fall. Okay? Now, right now, some of you are thinking, well, you know, ang hirap kasi mag-practice eh. Well, yun nga mismo ang dapat natin ma-recognize. Mahirap mag-practice and Satan is injecting the thought, which is a lie, sa puso mo na, well, since mahirap yan, huwag mo nang gawin. You know? Uh, since mahirap mag-resist ng temptation, eh mag-give in ka na lang, di ba? Since uh, mahirap, uh, you know, for you to live a godly life na ikaw ay, ikaw nga, pinipili mo mabuhay sa mundong ito na, uh, you know, acknowledging God and taking seriously who God is. And well, sasabihin sa ito, mahirap yan kasi paano yung mga barkada mo, mga kaibigan mo, they would think that you're parang crazy or overzealous or whatever. So, you know, si Satan will always try to have some kind of scheme or plano to make you fall and not for you to stand. So, sabi niya sa verse 12, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Now, we'll talk more about this next week, pero... Just for now, kailangan maunawaan mo that you have an enemy that is, you know, strategically planning your downfall. So, kung ikaw ay bibigay kasi may struggle, kasi nahirapa kang mag-pray, you're just giving in to the enemy. You know, pag sinaya mo nakakatamad kasi magbasa ng Bible, you're just saying yes to the enemy. Sige, panalo ka na. Well, that's exactly what Satan wants. Gusto niya na ikaw ay magkaroon ng pagdududa about why, you know, you should take care of your soul. Or he would say something like, you know, tama na yung mga spiritual things na yan, mamasyal ka na lang para makapahinga ka. ba? I see people sometimes, pag sila ay namamasyal, minsan they would say, na, oh, finally, you know, uh, meron akong kapahingahan o magkakaroon na ako ng mental health, you know. But actually, it's a lie. Because when they go back, they go back to the very same thing na tinatry nilang i-escape. Uh, pagod pa rin sila, wala pa rin silang rest, at wala pa rin silang mental health, okay? So it's the same thing, no? Because Satan simply just deceived them into thinking na imbis na asikasuin mo yung soul mo, asikasuin mo yung mga external things in your life rather than your inner life. So may mga plano siya. If you do not understand yung plano niya, no, yung mga schemes niya. Like, for example, yung, yung business. If you go back to the scriptures nung time ng Israelites, nung sinabi ni, uh, ni Moses kay Pharaoh na, let my people go kasi we would worship the Lord. Anong response ni Pharaoh sa kanila? Mas dinagdagan pa yung trabaho nila. 
So sometimes we think that, well, you know, kasi busy ako, ang dami kong trabaho eh. But they evaluated very carefully. Maybe Satan is uh, parang, you know, designing yung mga circumstances ng, ng, ng life mo so that talagang hindi ka na makakapag-pray, hindi ka na makakapag-serve, hindi mo na magagawa yung kalooban ng Panginoon. Why do you struggle? Because Satan is planning your downfall. You have to understand that. Okay? And the reason why nagiging biktima tayo ng hurriedness and all of that is because uh, we'll talk about this next next month, next week pala, no? Pero for now, kailangan maunawaan mo. Si Satan is a strategist. May mga plano siya. He, he's, he's, he wants you to fall. He wants you to stop being devoted to Christ and serving Him with your time, talents, and treasure. If He can succeed that, kahit na sa pamagitan ng blessing, quote-unquote, kahit sa pamagitan ng blessing, bigyan ka ng promotion, so that hindi mo na magagawa yung purpose ni Lord, He will do it. He has a strategy. Okay? And then, finally, He devours only those who are not alert. He devours only those who are not alert. Sabi sa 1 Peter 5, 8 and 9, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. No? You know, pag na, nanonood ako ng, ano, ng uh, National Geographic, nakikita ko yung mga tactics ng mga lions, you know, kapag aatakihin na nila yung, yung, ano, yung uh, uh, prey nila, no? Siyempre, umuna, parang nag, nag, ano, sila, nag-roar sila, di ba? But after all, pag nakita na yung enemy nila, or yung, rather yung kanilang prey, no? Talagang unti-unti na lang silang ganyan para sasakmali nila. No? Now, sabi sa verse 9, Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. Oh, interesting. Okay? Yung suffering, or yung struggle, or yung difficulties, or yung mga temptations. This is part of our life, and we need to be alert. No? Sabi nga niya, sober-minded, hindi yung parang lasing ka. You need to pay attention to what's going on. Standing firm in the faith. Now, uh, brothers and sisters, okay, pag hindi mo kinip yung sarili mo spiritually healthy, you are a target ng kaaway. He can easily tempt you and deceive you and make you fall. Kaya nga, yung mga Christians no, na medyo pagod at may mga issues sa buhay nila na hindi nila na-address in the Lord, sila madalas yung nagpo-fall into pornography, sila yung mga nagpo-fall into all kinds of sins, no? addiction, ganyan-ganyan, o mga, you know, mga illicit behavior. Why? Because there are things that are going on inside their soul that they are not paying attention to. So be alert and of sober mind. Okay? So these are the realities na kailangan nating maunawaan about our enemy. So here's the bottom line. We have an invisible enemy working behind our visible reality. Okay, meron tayong kaawa, hindi siya nagpapakita at hindi rin siya parang lumalantad para ma-recognize natin siya. We need discernment. We need a, an alert heart and mind, no? Kasi you know, he, he's trying to control the life of a uh, uh, yung mga buhay ng mga unbelievers and then kahit hindi na tayo unbe- uh, sorry, uh, unbelievers pala at kahit hindi na tayo unbeliever, child of God na tayo ngayon meron pa tayong mga ikangang mga habits na na-form and then he uses lies okay uh, and then may mga schemes siya para, you know, he manipulates the situation para bibigay ka hindi ka lang susunod sa Panginoon and then higit sa lahat you know, he tries to target yung mga tao who are not alert so Thinking that he does not exist makes it easy uh, for him to have dominion in your life. 
Say, right now, ganun ang nangyayari sa mga tao. Some people think na superstition lang si Satan, you know? But others, actually, they believe na meron talagang Satan, pero they live their lives as if he does not exist. They do not guard themselves. They do not live their lives na merong, you know, carefully, with discernment. Uh, they just live their life parang as if walang, walang ganun kaaway. But he is working in the background. And he is operating. And meron siyang mga schemes. And he's using your desires and are built in sa you throughout the years to deflect you from the will of God. You have a real enemy, okay? So practice discernment this week. Be aware of his lies and schemes. Resist him. Matuto ka mag-resist. Hindi lahat ng suggestions sa isip mo is from the Lord. Okay? Once again, let me tell you, we have an invisible enemy working behind our visible reality. That's why you struggle. Now, ipag sinabi mo, well, kasi busy ako. Yeah, oh, yun yung manifestation. Pero behind that is a deeper, deeper issue and a deeper problem. You have to recognize, Satan doesn't want you to flourish in God's kingdom. He does not want you to be successful in glorifying the Lord. He wants you to fail. Okay, and he will do everything in his power to succeed. No, sa ganung uh, agenda. So, brothers and sisters, dito sa unang-unang sermon natin, I want you to wake up. I want you to be aware. Huwag kang mag-give up, huwag kang matakot. Greater is he who is in you than the one who is in the world. Pero at the same time, maging wise ka. Huwag kang mabuhay sa mundong ito na pabanjing-banjing. We have a real enemy, no? And he's working, no? To try to make us fall. So stand your ground and be strong in the Lord. Fight the good fight of faith. Let us pray. Lord God, uh, I pray for everyone, including myself, that we would be alert, aware, na may who's trying to deceive us, who's trying to uh, tell us lies, who's trying to, you know, uh, do things namin to deflect us and distract us from the, from the good way of the Lord. Tulungan niyo po kami, Panginoon, na maging alerto at uh, ma-discern ito. And may we stay in community so that we are not alone, so that others can also speak into our lives to protect us. Dear God, I pray na the people of RLCC would become wiser and that we would live our lives in the midst of this struggle. Hindi mawawala yung struggle, but we have to understand where it's coming from. Today, Panginoon, you have revealed to us now we have an invisible enemy. Help us, O Lord, to stand our ground and to be strong in the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil That's solo.to slash rlccphil See you again!